What is your favorite new podcast to listen to? I may have the answer to that. The Power of Creative Entrepreneurship is a unique and old podcast. You will hear an archive podcast created and unedited on this episode, which I started about two years ago. But believe me, these are timeless podcasts that you are sure to enjoy. These archived podcasts are in no particular order. They're just re-released as their quality is fantastic. I hope you enjoy these podcasts and the newer ones. Remember, every month you will enjoy two to three podcasts that will have you thinking about your life, your world, and how to change it. Please sit back, relax, enjoy the show, and don't forget to visit my website at allaboutnet.com. Thank you for listening. taking a walk on the wild side of life, huh? If you're ready for that, then I'm here, okay, to share with you my experience of what it's like living your dream, living your best self, enjoying life, living life to the full, loving life, all of that good stuff then you're ready for the show, okay? You're ready for the show. Let me tell you something. There is a, um, a thing that I've often read many, many times. Uh, the unexamined life is not worth living. But you, do you know what also is not worth living? The unhappy life. The day in, day out, mundane life. You know, no change. No growth, no nothing, the same thing. This is the uh, way of the apathetic. And if you want to be an edge walker in life, 
then uh, listen in, okay? It really is two choices you have. Living a life of being on the edge, being an edge walker, or simply just deciding to reside yourself into the land of mediocrity, as I call it. As a, um, what do I want to say? <laughs> Mediocre, right? Mediocrity. Ooh, the land of, I call it the land of Nod. Because nothing happens there. It's a dead life. It's a lifeless life. It's the walking dead, walking around, just simply existing. I said in the quote on the last episode about uh, the Benjamin Franklin quote, it was, um, a man is born at uh, 25, right? He lives life until 25, then he's dead. 50 years later, at 75 years old. What a life. What a life of just existing with nothing gratifying and pleasurable about life. Oh my gosh. That's a lifeless life. That's what living on the apathetic side of life is all about. That's the mediocre life. And if you're tired of that, then this show is for you. If you're not, then you're okay with that. That's, that's your choice. But for those who want to live, live, I mean, really live. Those of you out there who really want to live life and enjoy it to the fullest. I mean, living it to the brim. You know, it's not about all these things you have, you know. It's less about that and more about what's inside of you. What do you value? What makes you satisfied? What are your joys? What are your values? What are your standards? I mean, you have any of those? All of those are important to achieving a satisfying life, creating the life you deserve. And it doesn't happen until you do that. This journey, as I call it, the journey of introspection, is a journey that you look inside yourself and say to yourself, what is it that I need to do? I dare you, I dare anybody to take the first step. I've taken it. I've lived it. I'm, 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 I'm there. Okay. <laughs> I'm there. But it's a lot of it is your belief system. It's what you believe. What you hear is not always factual. These are perceptions in life. And if you are not an enlightened person, you have a tendency of believing every single thing you hear. How beliefs are kept alive and well. They're, they, they're kept alive, beliefs. How many beliefs that are out there in this world about how you should live? You know, there's so many de determining your life for you. And you might not re realize this, but they're insidious. They creep in. And over time, they entangle you like a web. And then before you know it, you're living a very mundane, apathetic life. And I've met so many people like that. And it's, it, to me, it's like, okay, this is not gonna work for me. But I decided to do something about that, be a solution to a problem here in this world. And I decided, Annette, and the, you know, the universe says, uh, we need you, we need you to put out there more things that are, you know, not just engaging, 
but are, but are trans, transforming. So I don't do, do this. I, I enjoy what I do, as a matter of fact, I do, because I live this life. But it's that belief system that messes you up every single time. It's what you believe. You t if you're the kind, the kind of person that takes everything for face value, then, then I mean, there's no hope there. I'm being realistic and I, and, you know, and I'm an optimist. If you know the enemy and know yourself, you don't have to fear anything. If you know yourself, but not your enemy, for every victory gained, you will also suffer defeat. If you know neither the enemy nor yourself, and I'll repeat that again, if you know neither the enemy nor yourself, there's no hope for you. You will succumb in every battle, Sun Tzu. If you don't, oh my gosh, if you don't know the enemy and you don't know yourself, my gosh, you've, you've lost life. You must know the enemy. You must know thyself. You must. Because how are you going to discern between what is good and what is bad, what is right and what is wrong? So my question is, are you going to stand for something? Because that last part of that quote was, if you know neither the enemy nor yourself, you're, you're going to succumb to every battle. So, you know, you're going to be so twisted, not twisted, turned inside out, so divided that you won't be able to stand. Why limiting beliefs themselves are fairly simple. They're simple. They're simple. They're, I mean, like I said, they're insidious, but understanding the entire picture of where they come from and why we have them is not. That is why we get stuck. It's the mind, and that's why the mind has to be renewed. We don't understand the context of our thoughts, so we are led to, to a deepening abyss of confusion and self-doubt. Again, if you don't know yourself, Maybe some of us have jumped onto the motivational bandwagons of crush it, just do it, stay positive, attract good things. And maybe some of us simply just don't touch the hype with a 10-foot pole. Doing whatever it takes, staying positive and exercising the law of attraction are all, they're all well and good, and I believe in that, yes I do. But they disconnect us from reality when we're struggling with the real enemy, which is the beliefs. So you can have a ton of quotes. You can read them every day, be inspired by, well, I don't even think you can be inspired by, by them. You can get that feel good moment for just a moment. But the enemy is still at large. And the enemy is, is that limited belief that you have in your head. The limited beliefs that tell you this, that, the other misperceived, misunderstood perceptions that aren't even factual, and you start to believe them. And the simple reason then you start to get angry when those emotional highs don't work because you see those go at it, go for it, all of those pep talk things don't really work. They don't. They're nice to have. But the real work, 
is changing those beliefs from negative to positive. That's where the work is. Then, and only then, you, will you be able to enjoy and receive and understand the law of attraction. Positive good things, positive quotes, healthy reading books. Only then. But you have to do the work. You have to lay the foundation. It You don't just attract things, okay? You have to work at something to attract it. So you have to change something to attract it. So all of that stuff, the, the high five and go for it and crush it means nothing, absolutely nothing. It doesn't work. And maybe you found that out, that it doesn't work because it doesn't. The inner work is what has to be done. The spiritual work, the inside person, that's the work that you have to work on. Change those beliefs, change that mindset, everything else changes. Then, like I said, you'll be able to enjoy those positive quotes and appreciate them so much that you share them like I do. We have our positive, work hard, fight through side of ourselves. And then there's our dark, limited side. Two forces working against each other. If we don't dig deep into the internal causes of our limiting beliefs to understand the underlying process of what is happening, then this raging, this battle, this internal war will cause so much confusion. There's a quote in the Bible that says, a house divided against itself cannot stand. And that is so true. Because if you're divided within yourself, you have this raging battle, you don't know whether to go to the left or to the right. Because there is no gray matter. And you should take it as such when it comes to your life. Because you only have one life to live. So you have this raging battle inside of yourself. One that stays limited, fixed, set, predetermined, and the other that is not. Edgewalker, apathetic, two sides. And when you have that raging battle going on inside yourself, everything that you do will fall apart. Because there's no clarity with you. There's no focus with you. There's no, how should I say it, standard. You're tossed about everywhere. You don't have any set values, things you stand for. So you have this limited beliefs in your head all the time, all day long, every day, 365 days of the year, and what do you do with those? You don't realize there's a war going on, but there is. So then you start to receive and, and attract everything that's negative, everything that limits you, and everything that's misperceived. You don't have to fight this fight anymore once you understand limiting beliefs. So if you understand it and you find out now that this is what's been going on inside of you, you don't have to live that way anymore. There is no struggle. The struggle's over. But you have to understand where it's coming from and why it exists and what you can do about it. So this is the feeding section. So like I said, <laughs> it's feeding time. So we're going to explore why we are constantly prone to adopting limited beliefs instead of our 
powerful potential, a greater belief system. Why? We also look at the intel that enables you to hack limited beliefs. So you have the proper context for all the feel good, motivational, work hard, self-help stuff. All that stuff would, you'll appreciate it more when you understand that you must get rid of the limited beliefs. You must start to fight this battle that's internally going on inside of you. That's why I hear a lot of people say, oh, I don't want to read that self-help stuff or that doesn't mean anything to me. Well, yeah, it probably doesn't mean anything to the person that is self-actualized. It means even more, I should say, to the person that is self-actualized. I appreciate that stuff more because I'm, I do this. This is what I do. I'm a transformational entrepreneur. I love what I do. It excites me when, when I live a happy life, I choose to be happy and I love being happy. I love the life. I, I, I'm choosing this. I have the power and so do you. But this one thing you have to get rid of, this is your own personal battle. It's not mine. I, I faced it. I faced it. Once you truly understand the feeding process, the world, your world, will appear so different. You're going to see what happens when you change your limited beliefs. You're going to change your reality. It's going to change. Guaranteed. It's going to change. Living off stories, the voices that you keep hearing in your head that keep you from reality. How could you see anything but the shadows if you were never allowed to move your head? Plato. Let me put it another way. There's a thing I liken unto a jar. You know what a jar is? A jar keeps you inside, right? It's like a prison. It keeps you inside. You stay within those four walls. You stay within that jar and your mind never expands and you slowly die. You become atrophied. How are you gonna survive? You're gonna stay within that mentality, that frame of mind. You're not gonna break free, you're gonna stay within that jar and then everything, once you get out of that hole, you'll realize the life that's been awaiting you all along. But once you're inside that internal prison of your mind, because your mind is in that way, then you'll be able to live life. I mean, my gosh. But the mind is, is awesome at observing and communicating. It stores all types of information. But it's very weak at one thing. This one thing the mind is very weak at. It's weak at discovering truth and making decisions. The mind can't make that, especially when it's a limited mind. I observe so much about what other people do. I even observe myself, then I compare. Not to compare to other people, but I look and I observe because I, I see through limited beliefs. I see through it. Like a sharp knife, I cut it. Limited beliefs are nothing more than most of the time, it's misperceptions. It's what society says. It's what you've been brought up to believe. All of those things 
cause limited beliefs. You know, society tells you that um, you're supposed to do this. Or your parents or those around you, your influencers tell you, this is how you're supposed to do it because this is the way it's always been done. You ever heard that one? Well, the truth of the matter is, that's how they did it. You know, it's, this is your life here. It's not everybody else's life. They may have done it that way, but what are you going to do? It's your choice. I hope you know that. It is your choice. You have a choice in everything at every waking moment of your life. You have a choice. So if you constantly believe this negative entrapment of misperceptions, I call them because they are, of what everybody else is saying, what are you going to do? And when, once that infects your mind, you've got to de-entangle your head out of the web of, of, of deceit, literally. Our mind has one core job, and it does it very well. It takes in tons and tons of information, organizes the data, and spits out something which seemingly makes sense of it all. It connects as many dots as possible and feeds us a shiny, not a shiny, a story that offers an explanation for your internal questions, negative emotion, or any perceived possibilities that someone may remove their approval or love from us. See, the mind is very good at doing that. And when you store all that junk in your mind, in your psyche, and it stays there, it, ha it, it, it has a way of distorting what's factual. It may say things to you, to you like someone may disrespect us. We may lose our safety or security. We may experience pain. We may experience negative emotions. See, the mind plays tricks on you. You have to know that your mind, if you do not renew your mind and change your mind, change the way you see life, then it will forever keep you from living the life and creating the life you deserve. So all of these limited beliefs that have been going on for centuries, and then they loom back again and again and again. We see them again and again, over and over again. Feeling sad? Your mind senses the feeling and goes into overdrive, digging through your subconscious, your memories, your circumstances, thoughts, and your day, and then what happens? Then your day, what? It gives you a nice gift wrap package explaining the cause of why you're thinking that way. Why are you reacting that way? And you don't even know why. But let me tell you something. That mind is a powerful thing. It's a vehicle all its own. It's what the mind is doing to you. Wondering why something didn't work out? Brain overdrive. Here's another story coming. Oh, well, here's another story you've probably heard. You failed here. They thought this. Why didn't you do this? All of that. Oh, you can't accomplish that. You'll never do that. You'll never make it. You'll never this. All of that. But until you controlled your mind, controlled your thoughts, 
Your mind will play tricks on you. Here's the catch. Our mind is never to be trusted. How about following your heart? How about renewing the mind, then going with that, and then watch the mind and the heart go together? But the mind will take you places before your heart ever does. All of a sudden, you'll find yourself doing something that your heart never intended on doing. Your mind has a wicked imagination. It will make you do things that uh, you don't, you never thought you would be doing because somebody has implanted garbage in, garbage out. You need to get it out in your mind. It's never to be trusted. Because our minds are so powerful and refers to ourselves in the first person, you see, we tend to think that those are our thoughts when they're actually not our thoughts. We believe our thoughts originate from our identity. And if you believe that, you'll fall for anything. So if we are thinking something shameful, we tend to think that we are shameful. If we're thinking something hateful, we tend to look that we are hateful. If we're thinking something stupid, then we think we are stupid when we're not. This is ridiculous. It really is. You can't, that's not even factual, okay? You can look at something and say, oh my gosh, that's so stupid that person does that, but that doesn't make you stupid. What makes it messed up is if you start believing that you are. The mind talks in the first person, it always does. It makes you think, think that's you and that's how you feel when it, in actuality it's not. Remember though, our mind's main job is to give us thoughts, right? So if the mind's main objective is to give us thoughts, we got to be careful of that. So its job is to create plausible scenarios or possibilities. Its job is to make sense of everything happening in our world. Oh boy. And you know what? That's a dangerous one. Its job is to make sense of everything happening. Maybe, oh, I should say that. Let me rephrase that. In our world, which is a good thing, not the world at large. And it will use anything from our past, the present, or our imagination as a weapon. Our mind has no concept of time. Remember that. It has no concept of time. If something was accepted as truth at age three, it may still be accepted at age 93. And that is why the renewal of the mind is so important and transforming and a growth mindset and changing your mindset. And even if those things were to come back in your mind, they're, they're back there in the chasm of your mind somewhere and they come back. When you truly experience self-actualization of who you are and know who you are, that won't even mean anything. It won't. It won't. But that's the whole point of when you, when you have this fixed mindset and you believe it and you, you don't change it and you believe that is true and you don't change it. And when you believe a limited belief that you must do something this way and you never change it, you're going to keep getting that same outcome. And that is why people are so stuck because they're stuck in these things that have happened to them as childhood and they never grow beyond that. They never grow their mind. They never change. They, they, they just come back to that point. 
They never transform. I have had my own personal life in situations, just like I'm sure you, yours has. Nobody's immune to things that happen in their lives. I've gone through different things in my life, health issues, family issues, you know, gender, race issues, you know, stuff like that. But at the same time, I went through those. I understood and I've grown to just accept myself that, you know what, it's, it's like Annette, I accept those positive things because each and every issue that happened to my life, I made a change along the way. I learned not to blame and I learned how to love myself even more. So those things that may have happened to me never took root in my life years later. So the point is somebody can be, you can be at three and you have this fixed mindset at three saying these things are bad or these people are bad or that person's bad or doing that kind of, I don't know, You come, there's tons of these like things that come up or that you must have kids, you know, or you, you know, whatever it is that you do is this, whatever. Or because if you, if you were raised in an abusive home, that you have to remain there. All of that. And if you don't renew your mind and transform it to grow on and move on from that, you'll keep coming back to that. Because your mind, again, is the, sea, is the weapon. And you must fight that. That is your battle, that is your struggle, that is yours. So if you've accepted something, you can do what? You can unaccept it too. You can rechoose it. And then when that happens, everything else changes. So the whole point is the power lies with you. You are the decision maker of your life. You get to decide whether you're going to keep this mindset and believe this stuff. Or are you going to change it? So I'm inviting you on this so-called journey of kind of your life, your, your life, what are you going to do, you know, kind of thing. Instead of believing your thoughts, you know what I want you to do? Because your thoughts become your identity. So think of them as little bursts of organized energy. Simply think of them as ideas being produced for you to consider and organize and to, to direct your beliefs. But don't believe your thoughts are your identity. Because like I said earlier, your thoughts are the first thing that you, that you, that, that creep into your mind, but that's not you. It's like, you can look at a scenario that goes on in the world. And I know everybody and their grandmother is talking about the Will Smith issue. I won't get into that because I don't like to get into that. But from my standpoint, I see so much in that. But that's anybody's life. I'm not looking at that. I'm looking at individuals. And one thing I don't do is I don't, I never, ever, 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 ever look at things and, and take it personally. I don't take it personally. I never do. I look at it objectively. See, because again, I learn that there is an enemy that's out there that likes to mess with your mind and make you believe that's you. So I've always believed in crushing. I'm going to say crush it. I crush limited beliefs. I crush misperceptions because they're not reality. 
and I won't make a mine. So when I look at something like that, I look at individuals who have experienced pain like anybody, but they chose, they made a choice along the way in life. Okay? You make a choice. You have to take, have the courage to make a choice, to take a chance, to take a change, to make a change. I see... I don't see any courage. I didn't see any courage in looking at an individual, a man, a human being, you know, Will Smith, and, and then the whole story behind him and his wife. But you look at individuals who have not transformed their lives. They still, they're stuck. Their minds have played this game with them over and over and over again. And they keep replaying it and it comes out in real time. And then we see it displayed on national TV. But that's a result of childhood, staying stuck there, not renewing your mind, not making choices along the way that get you out of those places and decide for yourself, I'm not gonna be my past. You know how many stories I've heard of people that have had bad experiences and bad upbringings and you know, different things, but they have turned that around. You're listening to one of them amongst many people. You'll never know who they are. You'll probably never get to meet them. But how do you think they got from A to Z? They had to, they experienced some things. They had to, they had to grow through things. They had to rethink things. That's the work. That's the real work you'll ever do. Your spiritual work your spiritual journey is the most important work you'll ever do. Everything else is just added benefits. Your mind is your greatest enemy if you're an apathetic. If you believe everything you hear, everything you see, everything somebody tells you. But I look at that story, like I said, and I, I look at what happens as a result of a choice to not change the way you think. And then what happens, life still, you, you come so fettered down with garbage that you keep replaying that thing over and over again in your mind and then you, you just live it out. I have met, not met, I don't even wanna say that word, individuals who are like that. Whatever they're going through, they're going through, but they don't, deal with the matter at hand. And then they make these outbursts. That might sound like you right now, but you can't do something about it. And, 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 and what they do is they, they, they put it out there. They dump their garbage. Because it comes back to a point where they haven't dealt with what needs to be dealt with. Angry, yes. About something, yes. Until you deal with that, you keep repeating that cycle over and over and over again. That is why when people, that is why when people, you see people that you know of, you look at situations. I look at so many examples where people, here they are, but it doesn't just, it didn't just happen overnight. That was years of allowing your mind to rule you. That's the enemy. It's your mind. 
So if you don't do anything about that and you never change that, everything else will never change. I can say, like a lot of us, positive, past, yes. I had a lot of them because I turned them around. And I don't ever look at anything in a negative point of view. Not in, and I just don't. I'm too happy with my life. I really am. But those thoughts, they creep in. And another thing about those Oscars, like everything else that's a misperception. One thing I saw, and it happens so often, and this is where it's dangerous. See, that's why your mind does play tricks on you. When you look at scenarios that go on and you make this preconceived notion, judgment that plays in your mind, right? And you look at it and the first thing you say is that. Why do you say that? Why are you reacting that way? Why are you thinking that way? My thing I notice when I see things, especially in that scenario with, uh, with uh, Will Smith was lack of mind, no, what did I say? I don't, I don't even remember, but the whole point was it comes down to a lack of transformation of your mind, you know? That's it. People living in pain and they're constantly doing it. They're living in their past. They're stuck there, but they're doing nothing to transform their lives. Nobody's taking any personal responsibility or accountability for their actions, for their thoughts. And nobody is stepping up to the plate and saying, and choosing, choosing a different mindset. Because I always say this, it's easier to choose the weaker mindset but harder to choose the stronger one. It's easy to just go along with the crowd and say, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. So there was something that they were saying about certain groups of people or a certain way when this story came out. I see, ooh, there's a misperception. It comes up, it always does. That's the mindset. That's what people think first. So I was watching this CNN reporter, two of them, and then they were saying, oh yeah, that is, and they happen to be um, African-American. And I looked at them and I listened to them and they said, well, that is what they will think of us. We, we strive so hard not to get them to think of us that way. So when, when I heard that, I always look at things objectively because I looked at this as humanity and reality. I said, see, that is why the negativity creeps in. It's because thinking like that crept into their head and they believe that misperception. And then those who are weak-minded will believe that misperception. And then once you believe that, it takes an internal dive of your life because you start to continue to believe that. And it's not even true. And that's what's dangerous about what thoughts are like. Thoughts are dangerous. And if you don't think they are, look, they're on display where, you know, they're on display at every time. It's a daily work to do what you have to do when you want to keep yourself with a, a good, a very good mindset. So when I look at something and it may have been something that I can say, oh yeah, I, 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 you know, like, like, like something that happened to my life. Oh yeah, but it doesn't bother me anymore. 
I've had, I've had, like I said, I've had people have these misperceived notions, but the whole point is the first thing that comes into my mind is I always say it like this, well, sounds like somebody has a problem. It's not mine because I know who I am. And when they carry on and do all kinds of foolishness, I said, that's your thinking. Keep it to yourself. That's the world you live in, but not mine. And that's the difference between a person who has an unlimited, abundant mindset, a transformational mindset, and those who are not. So look at it this way. Is what you see with your eyes you? Of course not. It's not you. You watch the world, you consider the information, you react to what you see, right? Your eyes are a tool for you. But what they view is not who you are. Oh, I love it. <laughs> Your eyes see, yes. Your eyes are a tool, but they are not the view of who you are. Your thoughts are the same. They deliver a perception of information to help you navigate through the world. Unfortunately, we are not taught to live an examined life, an examined thought life, so we can dissect that. So we can naturally come to a conclusion that this crap is crap, what is, what is factual and what is not. We are not taught, and we're still not, to live an examined life, examine our thoughts. What, okay, what I see here on display, what are my thoughts? I'm gonna examine, you gotta examine that. So we naturally come to believe that what, what, that um, all of this that we see or hear is true. And this, you know what this does? It causes damage to uh, your self-esteem, as well as your beliefs about the world. Because this uh, device called the brain, the eyes sometimes, they give us poor information. So I want you to imagine your life, getting fed poor information a construct that does indeed connect dots and sounds plausible. A story that does, need, that does indeed make sense of our random emotions, but which is not factual or even useful to grow and mature. And thinking that every bit of it was a true representation of who you are at your core. So you see, that's the danger. Poor information. Everything you see, there's a quote Marcus Aurelius, everything you see is not fact. Everything you hear is not true, because it isn't. You're being fed poor information. And if you're not mindful enough to dissect this stuff and to break it down and tear it apart, then you believe everything that you see and you believe everything that you hear.
For example, let me give you an example. If the body, if your body is functioning at a low level due to the lack of sleep and a poor diet, you might be feeling emotionally discouraged. And then guess what that vehicle does, that mind? It starts to uh, set in discouragement signals. Must find a cause and effect. This is your fault scenario. And if you are unaware of the link between your diet, your sleep, and your hormones, and what's really going on, you might decide to link the cause of your discouragement to your spouse or to your perceived failures as a business owner. That's why it's important to dissect every single thought that's going on with you. Because then you start to blame and take it out on everything. That's why it's important to have an examined life. And if left un un unexamined, you know what happens? You accept, that, you accept that story as truth. And your mind starts finding, connecting more dots to make this thing that's not factual true. And then before you know it, it's a snowball effect. And then what happens after that? We see it on display every single day. People don't just all of a sudden kill somebody. People don't all of a sudden look foolish in front of national TV. People don't just all of a sudden abuse themselves or others. They don't just, that doesn't, that just doesn't happen overnight. That comes from an ingrained mind that is not renewed. It comes from limited beliefs that set in and stay in. There's a saying that I heard the other day and I don't like hearing it. When somebody, I was talking to someone, I was getting some insurance for my, for my um, home. And I was like, come on, come on. <laughs> you, know, I, you know, I was speaking to her and she was saying, oh yeah, you know, doing this kind of work, it's kind of like she doesn't like it. And I said, well, then change it. And then she said, um, well, I'm too old. I said, oh, don't say that. Don't say that. You see, when you think you're old, you're gonna, everything you do is gonna be old. Because it's not that she's old. That's the misperception. The thing is, she doesn't feel like starting something new. You see, so that's a, a personal judgment of yourself. And then when I, say, when I said, oh no, that's not true. Because that's how a abundant mind sees it. I said, that's not true. You just, I didn't tell her the whole thing, but you, you know, she's choosing, she's making a choice to not grow. Your mind is never too old to learn something new. Let me tell you something, reinvest in your mind by renewing it, learning something new, doing something different every day for the rest of your life. Make an investment in that mind Stop thinking you're old when you're not. Even, I don't care if you're 50, 60, 70. How many people of a certain age I've seen out there doing things that I, I said, I know I can't do that. I wouldn't want to do it. But their mind tells them, hey, you're as young as you feel. So do it. Live it. Be it. Dream it. Do it.
So the whole point is you start thinking this way when that wasn't even true. You start blaming your spouse, your business for everything, unaware that the mind is, is sending you mixed messages. And then you act upon that. That's how dangerous the mind is if, you, if left unchecked. The mind is a dangerous place left untoiled. If you don't, if you don't, if you don't, if you don't do anything to it. Here's a, an exa another example of this. A successful entrepreneur was teaching a high-end mastermind class with 50 or so students. These students paid thousands to be there. This man took the stage to a massive applause and started dropping knowledge like bombs, you know, dropping the knowledge. But about three minutes into his one-hour presentation, he noticed a man texting in front of the row, in the front row. He didn't let it get to him. Five minutes later, he noticed the guy was still texting. Okay, you see where this is going? As the hour ran out, the texting continued, annoying the speaker. See where I'm headed? It was distracting his energy and he felt greatly disrespected by this man who had the audacity to be on his cell phone while he was speaking. Right there in front, right there in the front row, he was doing this. So finally, no longer able to ignore the frustration and the resentment, sounds like Will Smith moment. It builds up inside. The speaker couldn't help himself and he called out the texter and you know what he said to him? If you have important business, you know what you need to do? Please be kind enough to conduct it out in the hall and return once you're finished. The texter was confused. All this time he had been diligently taking notes on his phone. He wasn't texting anyone. He was diligently taking notes on his phone of what the speaker was saying. Since his computer had crashed the night before and it was unusable. All of a sudden, the speaker felt like, you know what? Like whiplash. Of having accepted his mind's stories as truth. When in fact, they were completely false. How many times, if you don't examine those thoughts, how many times those thoughts play tricks on you? They play them on you all the time, if left unchecked. That's why it's important to be mindful and meditate and take time out and step back. Because it's your mind telling you, and in that case, and in the cases of so many different cases, and in the case of Will Smith, had opportunity to do this, this, and to control his mind. You see, these things escalate when they don't have to. They escalate. And then one thing leads to another and to another and to another. You know, let's be honest here. While, you know, we're all receiving and accepting stories like this from our minds all day long, 
This example, just like any example, just like the examples that you are not even aware of, it shows us how powerful our mind games can be relative to small things. The guy didn't realize that he was texting the notes. His computer crashed. He didn't know, the speaker didn't know that, but he misjudged the entire situation by saying that man's not paying attention to you. And then he took it to a whole different thing by saying, hmm, you know, I take that personally. Why is he not listening? I'm supposed to be the biggest, baddest speaker up here and I want everybody to listen to me because I'm all that. So imagine how warped our perceptions can be when we've accepted them and we built these stories for years especially about our self-worth. That's where it matters. And then when you have this outpouring of negativity, I've met people who are so constantly negative in the way that they talk, in the what they're saying, in the way they're saying it. It's because their minds. I've had people come at me and say things that where did that come from? They were acting out some kind of pain they were going through and they just happened to unleash it. But you know what I did at first? I handled it because this is a life. This is life. This is how I handled it. When I had a business, a person that I, and, and, and things have changed. And they were coming across in such a negative way. And they're being very rude. I ask a lot of questions. That's me. I'm very thorough when I do business. That's me being me. I've accepted myself. And I, I and nothing gonna change about me. And when I listened to when I when 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 he's when I when I was I started to say to myself, I know who I am. I listen to my heart. Because my, my heart is so strong inside of me. But when he started going off for no reason, I don't know where it came up, came from, but I was just simply being myself. I'm a business owner, an internet entrepreneur, and I have, I have my own experiences through life. Okay? I have, and I've accepted that. And I have been where people have not, dis, you know, respected me. They were rude. And not even knowing me, not even knowing my heart. Same thing with the example with the guy texting. The speaker didn't even know he was texting his notes. So he assumed in his mind that mind played the trick on him that day. And then he's and then he started to come at me in this 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 unprofessional business like manner. And I said, why are you talking this way? And I said, this is, a, this is a way that you lose business. I want, I just, I said, this is the way you lose business. And then he kept going on and on and on. Now, I should have just left it. Because I should have. I, I in my, in that world of negativity, something in my head said, no, you need, you know, you know, you get that because I need, I wanted to have the, 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 the marketing stuff. But it wasn't me. I thought highly of myself. And the fact of the matter is, I had to recognize that you have the power here. 
there's a lot of things I don't know about internet marketing, but there's quite a few things I do. And I didn't know that part of it. But for that to have happened, I simply like, whoa. And I said, whoa, somebody needs to check themselves. But it had nothing to do with me. You know what it had to do with? It had to do all with me being myself. The fact that I've accepted Annette as she is. And I don't let people, I am so, I am a self-actualized human being. I've accepted myself. I love who I am. And I'm living in this world just like you do. And if you have a problem with that, then that's your problem. And I was not going to change. And this is the biggest way to lose your power, to fall prey to this, 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 these negative thoughts that enter your head and immediate, immediately you believe them. If you ever fail to love yourself and embrace yourself and be who you truly are, your authentic self, because there is no other way, you know, if you're living an unexamined life, but if you're living a life that's examined, you examined it and you like how you are and you improve where you need to improve and you have these abundant possibilities and the way you are, the way that you see yourself. I said, that's somebody with misperceptions. They have a hang about something, but it's not me. It's their lie that is being told to them in their minds and they believed it. So limited beliefs are partially the stories in our minds. It's the stories that our minds feed us, which limit us to where we want to go. They disempower instead of empowering us. You can look, I have had, like I said, scenarios where people have misjudged me by their perceptions. Well, I've learned to accept myself for who I am. And, but I will tell you this. It is very easy to, to, to go back. That's where the waging war comes in. But once you know your enemy and you know yourself, it ain't gonna never happen. But that, that's where the battle comes in. When you have to take that all back and you find yourself living in a way and then you, you, you start to look at things, wait a minute, that's not me, that's not me, that's the mind playing the tricks on you. And it always is. So all these misperceptions people have and preconceived notions, that's their mind messing them up. And they take that toxicity out there in the world and try to infect somebody with that. But you can never infect a mind that is clear about where they stand, whether what they value, who they are. You can't do it. That's why it's important to grow. That's why it's important to take from being an apathetic person to a empowering person to an edge walker. Because if you stay there for the rest of your life, you're to blame. While you're sitting there blaming everybody, that's your job. That's your responsibility. It's no one else's. So when you're blaming this, that, and the other, let me tell you something. You're losing every step of the way and the mind knows it. That enemy, that battle knows it. So all of a sudden, you remember the Benjamin Franklin quote that I said on the last podcast? I'll say it again, I'll repeat it again. 
a man is born at 25, a young man, right? Not born at 25. He lives at, he's at 25 years old, but he dies. He dies at 25. No, right. He dies at 25, but isn't buried until he's 75 years old. That, my friend, is a story of what limited beliefs can do to you. But there's always great news on the other side of, of, of life, living on the edge. It can be de deconstructed. There's a book out there, uh, you know, if you want to get it, it's called Unfuck Yourself. You can buy it, it's, it's on sale everywhere. That's what it means, unfuck yourself, means to unfuck your brain. And I'm not saying that with bad language, that's the title of the book. So what, again, what was constructed can be deconstructed. It can start again. You can create something new. By hacking into limited beliefs, thoughts can be leveraged for our massive advantage. And exponentially, it increases our freedom and our powerful beliefs. So it, li it literally increases you to experience the joy and the freedom and the empowerment of being free from that which entangles you, which is, which is those beliefs. But like I said, that mindset you have, you have to work on. The world is already putting all that misperceptions in it. And then you buy right into that because you have not renewed your mind. Wow, wow, what can I say? <laughs> you know, it is true, it's true. But you have to be able to recognize that the mind is a powerful vehicle. It'll take you where you don't wanna go. Okay, let me put it that way. It'll take you where you don't wanna go. So, before I wrap up this episode, let me mention a couple of things. First of all, um, check out the vibe the Digital Vibe Network at www, uh, the digital, no, it's not, wait a minute. Oh, it is, yes, thedigitalvibe.com at uh, www.thedigitalvibe.com. And um, if, you, if you're ready to reconstruct, deconstruct, <laughs> you know, as the book says to, now I'm not saying it again, but um, to start doing digging, doing the digging and excavating that which, which, which serves no value or purpose to your life, then you're ready. You truly are. And I'm telling you, like I said, the mind plays tricks on you. You make decisions in your life that you think are your decisions. And then you, 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 you think they're your decisions. And all of a sudden you come away and say, wait a minute, this is not right. That's why you have to be mindful. Because then you start taking it out on everybody. And all of a sudden, like I said, your, your spouse or your boyfriend starts, you start beating on them, you know, or start doing this, acting up in your job when it has nothing to do with them. The mind, the mind play tricks on you. So let me tell you something. It does. And if you can control the mind, you can control the body. So next time, uh, 
uh, probably a shorter episode. I, I just love doing this. I, I just have so much to say. So, <laughs> but uh, thank you for listening. And like I said, check out my website. And like I said, if you're ready, if you're ready, that's up to you. It's your choice. But uh, do remember that Benjamin Franklin quote. It's for real. It's for real. So uh, see you next time. And thank you for listening. <laughs>